Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome everybody in uh, to the NFL Mox podcast. Once again, Jake Shavink here along with Nate Williamson. It is Thursday night. It is 10 o'clock. We are getting tired a little bit. Nate, how are you doing? I have been asleep for the last hour watching Netflix, so I am fresh out of the armchair. Okay, so Nate's a little tired. All right. Good news is this will be a little bit shorter than the last two podcasts we've done. I know this has been a little long to those who have listened we appreciate you. You're the best. Um, and we'll try to keep them maybe a little bit shorter for you guys going forward so it's not uh, not too crazy. Unless, obviously, maybe you're driving home from, like, Chicago or L.A. We don't know. Then you have all the time in the world to listen. So, Nate, a few things we got on this show today. A um, couple news bits. And then we're going to go through kind of what we're going to look at the scouting for the national championship game, which is Monday night. It's going to be a great one between the Tigers and the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Very excited, and then I'm excited uh, to see the Tigers. Me too. I'm excited to see the Tigers. Um, yeah, who wins the Tigers or the Tigers? We're gonna tell you later. Should be fun. Um, and we've got a few questions for you guys as well. So, Nate, let's get into it right off the bat. Uh, the big news this week uh, from the draft front. Well, I guess there were two um, since we last uh, talked to you guys. Uh, Justin Herbert is in uh, for the Senior Bowl. A big announcement, um, and of course, it just happens to be on Tuesday night, Nate. Um, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not surprised. That's that's us. That's par for the course. So it's in funny. a nutshell. Yeah, par for the course. Uh, but Herbert's in the Senior Bowl should be great. Jalen Hurts is obviously there as well. Jordan Love, Anthony Gordon. It's it's shaping up to be a pretty good group, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think so. Also, fun fact: I found this out yesterday. Me and Justin Herbert's birthdays are only four days apart if we were in the same year. He's a year later than so me. So you know? the 10th or the 18th of March? The 10th. The 10th yeah, of the March. 10th. Okay. Nice. Pretty They're, awesome still. That's, that's, someone asked that on Twitter and was like, yeah, what what prospect is like the closest to your birthday? It was like a question. Ooh, that's a good question. And I, I have to look because I'm older than this whole draft class. So wow, that's kind of weird yeah. to think about, isn't it? Really weird. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty close. Yeah. I'm the same age as most of them. Unless anyone from BYU is like 27, then <laughs> it's I'm like older. The second, th- yeah, <laughs> right. Like then I'm older than this entire draft class. So it's weird. It's a weird day. Um, but yeah, Nate, initial thoughts on Herbert uh, going to the Senior Bowl. Oh, I think it's a really good move for him. Uh, he's only going to get himself more money. He could have the same kind of week there and game there that Drew Locke had last year, for instance, in terms of he's got that arm strength, and his accuracy is good as well, and that's kind of a place where you can showcase that at a high level. Yeah, I think something to monitor, too, will be red zone drills. Uh, we've, mm-hmm. We know we've seen those uh, down there uh, last year, and that, that was a fun – Fun exercise, and it's good to see the quarterbacks kind of go through reads and kind of, you know, scan the field and make a quick decision. It's something Herbert um, should benefit from. So, no idea which team he's going to get as his coaching staff, but it should be no. interesting because we know who the coaching staffs are, the Bengals and Lions. We just don't know, obviously, who's divided where yet. So, could which be interesting. because those are pretty much the same in terms of, latitude 
I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Zach Taylor's an offensive mind, obviously, and so, you know, maybe that's better. I don't know. I mean, he had the offense looking pretty good at times for Cincinnati when Dalton was running it, but. I think if I'm Justin Herbert, I want to be with the Lions. You think so? Why is that? Well, because they are kind of undergoing a period of transition. Stafford's still there, but they might still be willing to move on if the right player comes along, and he kind of fits that mold. And also, uh, just just kind of a preference thing there. You know the Bengals are going to want to pay the closest attention to Burrow. Why That's not true. work hard to get the Lions maybe to take you up a little bit higher than you're projected? Yeah, I, I think it's very possible that they're on separate separate teams. Heading in. I think they should be. If I was organizing it, I would definitely have them on separate teams. Okay, so if we're organizing the teams, okay, and so you have Joe Burrow on one and you have Justin Herbert on the other, like where else would you put guys? I'm going to be honest. I would put Jordan Love with Justin Herbert. Yeah. Just I because I want to see the arm talent comparison when they're out there, like for mm-hmm. sure. And I think Jalen Hurts and Burrow would be good together. I think it'd be good to see maybe Gordon with, uh, I don't know. That's Gordon's an interesting one to try and it's add. It's kind of hard to think about in terms of just like where you'd put. Where, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I, I it's it's kind of interesting. It is because you've got like Stephen Montez and Shane right. Patterson there too. You do. I yeah, they're there. Yeah, they're um, there. Especially if Burrow comes there, there. I mean, that's yes. a, a sad but true fact. Yes. Well, and I think, I mean, Patterson looked decent in the bowl game, I will yeah. say. And and Montez has a good arm. He's just going to put all the big arms in, like, one group. Just an artillery barrage. For yeah, just team. put Montez, Love, and Herbert on one. Um, Montez, Love, and Herbert. Sounds like, yeah, we're making up new law firms every day on this podcast. It does kind of sound um, like it. Every <laughs> band. Every a band from like the 70s. Every single week we do this. We make up <laughs> we make up new new duos and trios. It's always a good time. So, Nate, here there's one other thing on, on Herbert is do you, because th- I, I personally think he could do this. Could he play into the Dolphins' favor if he has a big week down there? Because I think he could. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. We've seen guys work their way really far up up stock at this event. And, I mean, Herbert's got a lot of tools that you have to really like and respect. So between that ball placement, the accuracy, the arm, uh, there's some durability concerns, but you're going to get that with just about everybody in some way, shape, or form. But in the long run, definitely he could work his way up there. I mean, right now it's, it's a lot of mock drafts. It's Herbert going, you know, Six to the Chargers, seven to yeah. the Panthers, maybe to the Colts. That's the one so it's I'm like focusing on the highest. If he falls to the Colts, they have to take him. I yeah, I maybe. I don't really. I don't know. It's one, like a right, high round that's, one grade on him. Right. But for their sake, I feel like that's more likely than not. Yeah, I think if he falls that far, they have a decision to make for sure. Um, but those are the three teams I think right now that you look look at and you're like, okay. Probably one of them's going to end up with Herbert, unless maybe the Raiders feel confident enough. I don't know. That's another team he could impress down there. Yeah, true. Who knows? They do like John Gruden, big time quarterback guy. Yeah, he's a big quarterback guy. I, I kind of wish big quarterback guy. I kind of wish they were coaching. You yeah, know, I do too. Just it because it was, it was, it was a I mean, good you time. Know his practices are wild. Yes, I mean, like you know, he he's energetic. It's fast-paced, you know. It, it's a fun practice. And then you see, like, you know, the excitement of that, and then you see the diligence of Shanahan and his group. That was just a blast. Right. And, like, year. one thing about the Lions, honestly, sure, they kept a majority of their staff enough to be considered for this because you have to have technically your full staff there. Do you really? But, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I you meant do. You, have, do you have to retain your full staff to go? Uh, I'm assuming yeah. you do. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or it has to be in place okay. at the time when they send the invite out. Oh, okay. That might so be the case. they've got a lot of fill-in guys or guys that have been brought up, and it's not exactly the most intriguing coaching staff to me. We're not going to have like a Gruden last year. You know, the yeah. Cardinals kind of changed last year. and it, it, Yeah. Eh. I mean, Gruden and Shanahan is about as awesome a, a duo yeah, as you're you ever really going to get down there. Yeah, you're yeah. not going to beat that. So, 
but I think it'll be interesting to see how Patricia handles a, a senior bowl group and mm-hmm. how Zach Taylor will handle it with his staff. It's always fun to see how different teams practice too. Yes, another absolutely. Positive. So that's fun. But yeah, I think because Herbert's at those three teams right now, and you look at you know probably not the Raiders, but you never know. The Raiders are the surprise team. They're like they're like the wild card heading into this draft. I feel like when it comes to quarterbacks, but when you talk when when people talk about where Herbert's going to fall, I feel like those three: the Chargers, Panthers, Colts, are the destinations. Now, my some Miami fans and and draft analysts that that are fans of the Dolphins and cover the Dolphins have been all, all over Herbert as potentially their guy, and and I think. If he has a big week down there, you know, the Dolphins may just say, you know what, if two is hurt and, and it's a question mark, you know, just maybe maybe go Herbert and, and, you know, you know what you have here. You know, you know he could sit potentially if you want him to or you could you can put him out there and, and draft around him uh, and build around him in free agency. So that that's just two cents for me. I think there's a chance he could play into the Dolphins. Um, into the Dolphins' favor, and and you mentioned other quarterbacks have risen down there, and and one of them, Carson Wentz, which I think is a very um big comparison that that people are using with Herbert, Nate, you know, mm-hmm. and so I mean he has a chance to rise like that, and I think it's obviously like we said, it's a good decision for him. Yeah, I don't think there's any negative to being there for really any quarterback in this class in all honesty even burrow i mean you're not going to get any better than being the number one pick but what you do get is an extra week to work with your staff and your future staff and that's that's a big deal yeah i'm i'm wondering if the Bengals are are contacting him or his family potentially to be like you know actually yes they yes, did they yes um this is Zach Taylor, the head coach. Is that the name? I always yes, it's Zach Taylor. They reached out to his family to oh, say really? that they would like him to be there. I saw that was on uh, Jim Nagy told Stick to Football that. Oh, really? Okay. So credit for breaking that one where it's okay. Interesting. Yeah, I yeah, I think that's I a smart just move. Saw that before we went on here today. I mean, yeah, with the limited work that you're getting um, leading up to training camp, I mean, it's another week, like you said. Also, I'm not going to say that teams do this right because you know it's it it you're not just going to take the advice of your next quarterback but hey you know let's find out a little bit about you what kind of wide receivers do you like to play with what kind of guys did you like to play with what kind of guys did you hate to play against you know you could pick their brain and vice versa no doubt get that extra week of chemistry before he's even on your team yeah if there's another senior receiver that he's like yeah this guy's outstanding like you know like go get him. Go get him. Yeah, someone. <laughs> Just Jefferson. Yeah, it could be like. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Dwayne Haskins had to have some say in getting Terry McLaurin last year to Washington. Yeah, you would think so. So I mean, so. It, you draft your guy, and your guy says, you know what? These are the receivers I would like to have. I mean, Justin Jefferson. I'm sure he would love to have with him in Cincinnati. There's oh, no yeah. doubt about it. And I mean, especially when it's kind of one of those things like. And Jefferson, you know, predicted now to go upper two, lower one, depending on who is picking it. But yeah. it's if it's somebody like McLaurin, where he's there a little bit later in those picks, you're not super probably sure about anyway. I mean, you're never 100%. I, I mean, I think you're very rarely, maybe Chase Young, but a lot of yeah. times you're not 100% on your picks. So you get those later picks and you're like, hey, if this is going to keep our quarterback happy and get him into a flow as quick as possible – Right. Boom. Why not? Yeah. I think I think it makes total sense to, you know, have have that ear in the room. Especially I mean, again, I, I feel like they're moving on from AJ Green. Yeah. And I agree and with I that. think John they Ross should have moved on from him earlier. Yeah. Sense, and, but that's a yeah. And I think John Ross just hasn't had it. I mean he's had injuries which which stinks and it's just it's tough for him. But yeah. I, I really think Tyler Boyd's really the name on that roster right now that you can trust. And and he's he works in the slot, and you know, there are other guys there that have have contributed in some sense. But when you have Burrow in the room, and you can be like, yeah, I want you know this guy in it in my room, and they'll obviously have plenty of time to look at receivers down there and find guys, and you know maybe it's like we said, guys Burrow works with during the week that he likes. Oh yeah. So that, that'll be key to watch. Who's Burrow playing with at wide receiver? this mm-hmm. the whole week and that's something we'll probably talk about while we're down there you know like who's yeah. he been who's 
what chemistry has been forming between Burrow and some receiver down there. And it'll be interesting. I'm excited. So, yeah, we got off tangent a little bit. We're talking about Burrow, but I'm, uh, you know, excited. So Burrow, hopefully, will get that announcement uh, after the national championship game. So, or before, who knows? Who knows? Hopefully after the win. Yes, hopefully after the win for the Tigers. So, anyway. So, yeah, Herbert's in. Should be good. The quarterback class is coming together down there. Then, yesterday, Nate, Mm -hmm. Jake Fromm decides that uh, he is going to declare for the NFL draft. And a little bit of shock and awe, I think, uh, around Mm -hmm. around at least draft Twitter in, in and maybe George's Twitter as well. And, and just, and a lot of people thought maybe Fromm needed another year. Also, his Twitter handle is Jake from State Farm, I believe. Yes, it is. It has it's been amazing. Quite some time. It's amazing. It should have been that. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, that's a given. Yes. I mean, if he missed that one. Yeah, I mean, I'd dock him at least two rounds if that wasn't his Twitter handle. So. Oh, 100%. So, but yes, Jake Fromm declares. And in a class that's got a lot of uncertainty around. You know, even after Burrow, because we don't know about Tua completely injury-wise. That all that uncertainty. Here comes Jake Fromm adding to it a little bit um, into the pot of tier two quarterbacks. So as mm-hmm. as I'm stirring a pot, you can't see me doing it, but so what do you oh, think? I've seen it enough times. Yes, stir the pot. <laughs> so what do you think about Fromm declaring, and what is something that you know? stands out to you with from at the moment this one's a really tough one for me because you know okay so in this class sure the qb1 all but decided like it or not it's decided most people are on the liking train a couple people we discussed off podcast not so much on the liking train but you know that's okay so Look, after that like you said there's a lot of confusion and then heading into is. next year okay pretty clear-cut front runners right there are Got two a couple in your mind yes there are two all right and then so, after that, who knows? But there are two yeah. at the moment. I and, think. So. I mean, well, you never would have thought Joe Burrow would come out as a see that in this class. Yes. So, so you don't that, know. But yeah, you never know. I just saw an article on the Draft Network in the history kind of category under the player sections that said uh, <laughs> Justin Herbert and his clear path to QB one in the twenty twenty draft, and it was from last year. So it's kind of one of those things. But yeah, if I mean, he doesn't go this year. And he comes back for another year. He's getting the same situation another year on his arm, which isn't that great anyway. And he's still just a smart quarterback that kind of attacks those soft spaces. He's not going to force a ball into the tight coverage. We've seen it time and time again. Yep. So he's not going to get any better staying there another year, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think when you talk about the the supporting cast around him and you see that, you know, Andrew Thomas is leaving, Isaiah Wilson's leaving, the other tackle from Georgia, Swift's leaving, and and I mean, you have, George Pickens looks like he's going to be a very good player in college, and, you know, I I still think that that supporting cast now is going to have some turnover, and so if you look at that, you know, you're going to have another year of people that unfortunately scout the box score you're going to see probably the drop passes continue at Georgia. And, and you know, so is he really going to be able to get a lot of work with, with, with quality players? I mean, it is Georgia, right, Nate? It's it's Georgia. So they're going to have talented players. However, yeah. you know, why not just make this jump now? And, again, they, like you said, here's the thing. We know about Trevor Lawrence. We know about Justin Fields. There are two other names on my mind immediately right now. Heading into next, actually three, never mind, three, three on my mind that could have that rise that we're talking about that Burrow had. Are you going to see that from Fromm? I don't think so. If he stayed, so he could potentially be playing himself into QB four, QB five range next year. Whereas this year, there is a possibility. I guess I I probably won't have that, but there's a possibility that after all this craziness. That some teams are like, you know what, that's a smart guy, that's a smart quarterback, that's my quarterback. Could be QB three for some teams. Right. Exactly. It's it's entirely possible because they see they see Tua, they wipe him off their board because of injury. And they see Herbert and they're like, okay, he's probably QB two, I guess. You know, he's like solid enough. Obviously Burrow's the top. And then they, you know, Jordan Love, Jacob Eason, Jalen Hurts, Jake Fromm. What do you like out of there? 
plenty of teams could just say, you know what, he's smart, he's a cerebral player, I like Jake Fromm. And that's where we could stand with him. So I think it's the right call, I guess, for him. And and But that, that's my two cents. I think some teams will will favor him over others. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. So I yeah, that's that's just my initial thought about Jake Fromm. And I was I was actually skiing when that thing came out, so <laughs> just nice nice thoughts going down the slope about J- what it's Jake like, Fromm. Will Jake Fromm where will Jake Fromm get Oh no, there's a bump. Yeah, no, there's a bump. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> was I was on my phone looking on Twitter. My sorry, John. My B. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, Jake Fromm declares. Um, Nate, where would you say he could go in this class? Where, like, where are you grading him right now, and where, where do you think he goes? And maybe what team? And and I don't know. I can't even. Yada 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 yada. On my big board, exactly. But uh, I can go no find higher it. than round two. No later yeah. than round three is where my grade's going to be on him. Okay. You uh, had... I, I can't even remember on here. I, I found bad. I it found our boards. Ago. I found our boards. It was uh, it was mid-December. Is he at four or five? He was at five for you. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. I knew it was one of the two. See, I still kind of remember. Yeah. He was at five. <laughs> he was at QB five for you at the moment. Yeah. And, and he may not finish there. You never know. No, he may not. It's... I, I do like a smart cerebral quarterback, but and it's just there are some things that throw me off about Jake Fromm. So it, it, it'll be interesting heading down the pipeline. How he tests is going to matter a lot. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm eager for someone that's touted as being so smart how his Wonderlick score is going to be. Yeah, that'll be <laughs> that'll be interesting for sure. I mean, I think he'll Even get. Even though it means nothing. Yeah, I know. I it'll be it'll be intriguing though to see what Wonderlick scores look like. Some people don't even care. Joe Burrow, yeah. Joe Burrow out there to be competing. He's gonna go for as high as he can. I feel like. Yeah. He competes. He's gonna he, try and be the top score there. I feel like he competes in everything and just that's that's his mentality. So, um, but yeah, so Fromm for me was I think fifth as well. Yes, he was fifth for me as well, as of a month ago. Again, we got a long way till final grades, people. I mean, it's three months to the draft. You know, we're still sitting here trying to decide, you know, where we're going to eat down in Mobile. We don't even know. And so ranking quarterbacks at this point is it's a lot of work. And, and for me, as someone who's going to be charting all this stuff to see how quarterbacks are doing under pressure, how they're doing at certain distances downfield, it'll be huge. I'm a determining, so. I'm going to give him the good old-fashioned eye test. I like it. I like it. I am not an Keep a, it simple. analytics guy. I'm, I'm more analytic than Dave Gettleman. Don't get me wrong. That's but. true. I, I'm i pretty sure um, a German Shepherd is more analytic. I was going to say, sound. the first caveman who did simple math is more analytic he invented, than Dave Gettleman. Yeah, whoever discovered fire has more analytics. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I was immediately thinking the same thing. I made fire. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Dave. Yes. But I yeah, I did. No, man. Daniel Dave Gettleman. Jones. I feel like he, he has attacked a ton. But look, Dave when you take Jones, Jones, Jones at six, really, that's what happens. If you won't Can't help you. trade back. So, okay. I still think they're in a prime now we've gotten too. through that. We think we think Jake Fromm made the right call. Yes. Yes. Yes, Nate. Yes. Nate, do we think Jake Fromm made the right decision? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, you think he made uh, the right decision, Nate? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Earth to Nate. Okay. Hello. Yes, you're there. You're there. Whoa, that was weird. You're there. I'm gonna blame Chicago being in between us for that happening. Okay, that's fine. We're good. We're still we're still rolling. We're still oh. rolling. So okay. <clears throat> excuse me. So yes, we agree. You definitely are an excuse. We agree that Jake Fromm should have been uh, should have declared. I think. Yeah. It sounds like. Yep. So he's not gonna get anything going back another year. Yeah. So I think he made the right call, and I think. It, I think somewhere on day two, some team's going to take a chance. Maybe it's the Bears. 
Uh, maybe it's the Steelers. I don't know. It, those two teams seem in the realm of possibility. I don't. I I don't feel like the Colts, if they're really looking for that game changer at quarterback, they're going to do that. So I feel like they might already have Jake Fromm on the roster. If you know what I mean, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So let's. So moving to the national championship. Yeah. Game now national right? championship. Tigers v Tigers. Just some initial scouting notes that we're going to provide for you guys um, on what at least we're looking for um, in the national championship. And I think, you know, Nate, you want me to go first or you want to go first? I mean, either way, I just did two articles about this today. So I am primed and ready to go whenever. Okay. So I, my first thought is just because um, for fan side of their NFL draft coverage, I'm going to be focusing a ton on wide receivers uh, the next few months. So immediately what came to mind is, is T Higgins against Christian Fulton and Justin Jefferson against AJ Terrell. Those were the two initial matchups I was thinking about most in this game. And as far as I, I think Jefferson shows a lot more uh, as a route runner, he can vary his pace. He can accelerate um, quickly and, and he shows good hesitation in his speed release. And so there's just certain things about Jefferson that I like. Obviously body control, ability to adjust the football down the field. And again, he's working against now AJ Terrell, who's, you know, a bigger physical instinctive corner. And I'm very intrigued to see how that turns out. Obviously on the flip side, I think Fulton is great man to man. I think his change of direction is outstanding. Um, yeah, just the way he can read receivers and he doesn't get too aggressive. He doesn't fall for a lot. I mean, he covered rugs and Judy pretty well, uh, in the Alabama game and, and he's looked good. And even on CD lamb at times in the, you know, in the semifinal. So, to go up against Higgins, who's got size speed down the field, it'll be interesting to see how he handles uh, Higgins down the field. So those were the two that immediately came to mind, for me anyway. No, yeah, I think that's definitely the case. I am interested to see the LSU secondary go up against these wide receivers. and Definitely. They've done well. You mentioned they they took a great job at controlling Alabama and uh, a couple of their games earlier this season have been really impressive. And yeah. They've definitely, in my opinion, played the hardest schedule of these two teams. I don't think that's really going to be anything up for debate. Yeah, but, the Tigers uh, played the tougher schedule. Yeah. The Bayou Bengals played the tougher schedule. Okay, that's way better. There we go. could have gone either way with that one. Yeah. That's confusing. No, 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 uh, no. But one other thing, I think this game starts and ends with Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence and the run game. Oh, yeah. I, I think Lloyd Cushenberry on the other end could be argued, and his offensive line could be argued to have the same effect. But for the most part, it's going to come back to guys like the newly instated Michael Divinity Jr. and back to Caleb on chase on and that rush defense to slow down not only Etienne, who's consistently a home run threat, as you very well know. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. also Lawrence, who has picked up the slack when Etienne struggled in the past couple of games. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, of course, I'll be looking at Lawrence. I mean, I always look ahead. 2021, it, it'll be fun. Um, it was fun to watch, you know, Fields and Lawrence go at it again. Hopefully, we yeah, get to see them okay. again. Like, if we saw them next year before the 2021, oh, man, would that be awesome. So, yeah, obviously, Lawrence running, that touchdown run was absurd. The strides. My goodness. Crazy. Like, the Herbert run in the Rose Bowl was nice. Like, that 30-yard run was nice. Yeah. Like, my man Lawrence took it 67. Like, are you yeah. serious? So, like... But that, that was nice. That was like, that was extra nice. That's got, like, like, 20 E's and, like, 42 I's when you say yeah, nice. There, there's a big Like, difference. oh, my word. So, yeah. I And you know what? Etienne, ETN caught the ball well in that game. I mean, he Lawrence flicked it to him a few times, so it's not like anything crazy. He should be catching those, but again, yeah. obviously, if he if his if he can just have good hands and work on his hands, we know how electric he is in open space. Yeah, and so that ability to work that open space, you know, with his speed, his athleticism is is insane. So if he if he can become a three down back like that, who man, mm-hmm. if he finds the right team, he's going to be a problem. So I agree with that. And to your point about Chase on. You know, I think going up against a guy who's going to be the senior bowl, Tremaine Ankrum. Mm-hmm. Tremaine Ankrum, big, a little slow. Yep. A little slow. 
And so pretty quick. Yeah. Chason's quick quick boy. Yeah. Quick boy with speed. Speed quick. Okay. Speed quick boy. Speed quick boy with speed quickness. Okay. He's got bend around the edge. I have I'm concerned. I and the problem is though, is he's gonna have that bend. He's gonna get around the edge a lot. And and hopefully Mm -hmm. he will be able to set up Ankrum with that and be able to get inside and be able to switch mm-hmm. things up, which would be something awesome to watch. If, if, if chase on can really have Ankrum thinking all game about what he's going to do, boy, is that going to be a huge advantage for LSU? So, and see, I am beating the drum for this to be the big matchup, mainly because in the two games that Clemson struggled so far, North Carolina, Ohio state, Etienne failed to get 70 yards in either of those games. He had 36 in the Fiesta Bowl. So, I mean, Dang. Trevor Lawrence ended up running well in both games. But if you can find a way to shut down the run game, you know your cornerbacks are going to do a pretty good job if you can get to the quarterback. So yeah. that's going to be a big thing on both sides is you want to control the pace with your run game. Yeah, it would be great to see how Clemson fares third and long against against LSU just because – LSU we know has Fulton, we know has we know has Stingley, right? And they have Delpit. And so having those guys on the back end is huge. Now you get Divinity back who can rush the passer with Chase on. I'm beating the drum for Michael Divinity to be Richard, an impact player. Right? Yeah, that would be amazing he came back and did that. Rashard Lawrence against John Simpson on the interior. Mm-hmm. Who baby? We've seen flashes from Rashard Lawrence. I've seen it. Can we see it? In a big spot here. Can he at least maybe even occupy two defenders to open things up outside? Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. And and I know LSU, they have a young gun who's very good, Nate. And I can't think of his name. At the cornerback position? No, no, no. D-tackle. Running back? D-tackle. Oh, DT. Uh, yes. Tyler maybe. Shelvin. That is yeah, the guy. Shelvin. Oh my like word! Is holy cow! Is he something else? He's six three, three forty six. He's a sophomore, <sighs> baby. That's a big dude. Wow, I've said I've seen some clips of him. Goodness, goodness, he's gonna be. I have a feeling at, when you go back watch this game, go back see other games. When we're talking the summer, Nate, yowza, is he gonna be yeah. in talk of that? Wow. Yeah, it's definitely going to be somebody to watch. It's one of those kind of things where you're watching a certain player, and then, oh, oh, uh, who's this guy? Oh, right. Oh, okay. 100%. And we're saying now, so if you're listening to this, bookmark it, because when everybody else gets onto it, I'm going to be super salty. Yes. So. NFL Mox Podcast was on it first. Tyler Shelvin's an absolute beast for 2021. That's Find what we us, should title baby. this episode. I think so. We're going to have it <laughs> as part of the title. Tyler Shelvin... DT1 next year, talk to me. And tag okay? him in the tweet. He's one, Marvin Wilson two. There you go, done. Big fan. You're welcome. You're welcome, folks. So We do your scouting. Just before. remember that. Just remember we put him on your radar. If okay? LSU wins, I'm going to be donning all purple and gold going into that New Orleans airport in a couple weeks. So you're go okay. That's fine. No problem it's with all that. all going. Hopefully you're not purple and gold because the Vikings also made the Super Bowl. Well, so, it's not going to be Viking. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully well, that's not purple it. Purple and gold don't lose in the dome. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. That's enough out of you. Um, Call me Barstool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, we miss anyone? Anyone important? Oh. I think we pretty oh. much covered everybody in some form. Joe Burrow. Xavier McKinney. Xavier McKinney's on Alabama. What you mean, oh, Nate? Uh, what you mean, Nate? I'm losing my mind. Nate got Alabama's a little. Alabama's not in the national championship. I what know, crazy. There are two Tigers in there. We thought you thought we caught talking about one Tigers team, and Alabama was the other team we didn't talk about. No, I'm actually really glad it's two Tigers. I've changed. My mind. Do you think Isaiah Simmons will play safety in this game again? I think so. I mean, we got to deal with the slot. When you deal with like Terrace Marshall and and Jamar Chase and Jefferson and all these guys, yeah, you have to be thinking, especially with Marshall he's, back he's, and healthy. Yeah, he's going to be on the back end for some point. Obviously, he's going to play some linebacker. He'll probably blitz. How does Joe Burrow handle this blitz of Clemson? They're really good at blitzing. Brent Venables brings the blitz. That's going to be key. And and Burrow's handled it all year. Can he do it one more time? Yeah, that's against another big probably deal. the best one that he's faced. Yes, so. and so. Is it the best D-line he's faced? No. 
Uh, no, definitely not. I think Auburn was the best D-line that he faced all year. Florida makes a good argument. So Clemson will probably be in between those two. But, I mean, he, he was gritty. He, he found a way to win against Auburn. Can he do it again? He's got the weapons. Hopefully Clyde is healthy again and can get enough work yeah, in this game as well. Yeah, they said he practiced without limitation this week. That's excellent. I want all hands on deck. I mean, you deck. want both teams to be at full strength. Exactly. There's no doubt about that. Exactly. Yes. You want both teams, all hands on deck, full throttle headed into the title game. It's exactly what we're going to get. And we want the Tigers to win. And also, yes, we do. And also, we want the Tigers to win. We have to talk about, <laughs> like the 446 other podcasts will mention, 2020 number one overall pick, 2021 number one overall pick, potentially. In yeah. this game, facing off, very exciting. I'm very excited about this game, Nate. Maybe I mean, there is a lot to like, to say Yes, I think in the order of the three days of football we're going to get, it's Green Bay, obviously, one. Then it's the Natty, two. And then some order of the other playoff games. Like, if Green Bay wasn't playing this weekend, I feel like the Natty would, would be my priority still in three days of football. I know it's yours because LSU's playing. Yeah. So, but I digress. So, yes, that's what we're looking forward to scouting-wise. If you have any other questions regarding the game, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at JakeNFLDraft. Nate's at NateJWSports. So, for any questions regarding the game, we're here. We're on Twitter a lot. So, hit us up. All right. Last segment of this oddly short podcast this time around. Um, We got... Looks like five questions. Should Looks be good. Like Should be good. Um, first one, Braden Holacek, big fan, um, good friend of the pod. He's been on our live show before, actually. True. Yeah. Was a good time. Uh, big yeah, Chiefs fan, um, editor of Full Press Chiefs. He asks, Monty Rice is headed back to Georgia, the linebacker. Which linebackers could benefit and be risers because of that? And I think that's a very good question because we all know this linebacker class is kind of cheeks. It's not fun. It's kind of cheeks, folks. Dylan Moses it's, decides to go back to school, and here we are. Yeah. Isaiah Simmons, yeah. is he really a Fullaheim linebacker? No. So that's no, so there not. you go. Out the window on that. So technically linebacker one's Kenneth Murray. Not bad. Not not elite. I think he's very good. I think Malik Harrison's good. Joe Bocci already been suspended for yeah. taking PEDs. Joe Bocci. You know. Is he good? He's okay. You know, technically they were PEDs. I guess it's just more of a supplement. I guess it's a supplement. Yeah. But the NCAA so, sucks also. So yeah, we should so we don't know. So here's the deal. Who benefits most? I Nate and I were talking about this even before we started. I I think one of them is David Woodward, personally. Mm-hmm. Um from Utah State, Redshirt Jr. declared I think he's just. I think his instincts and football IQ are, are are up there, and he's he's got enough, you know, speed athleticism combo. It's not I. It's not amazing, but I think it's enough to where you can find him in roles at, at the next level. And I think teams are going to see that. Um, hopefully, you know, with combine drills, maybe he'll test well, get more film to him, and and they'll see this is a guy worth taking. Maybe round three, round four, as somebody in that position where Rice would have been. So that that's one name I think to watch for me, and you can go with one or two now, and I'll come back with another one. Go ahead, Nate. Well, I guess one thing that I'm looking at, and somebody that I like, which it, it's not saying a lot in this class, obviously, but somebody that I've seen kind of emerge as a leader and a group that I liked to watch, obviously, and not just for their flashy uniforms, which can sometimes be really ugly. It's worth mentioning, but Troy Die from okay. Oregon Knight. Sure, I, he's going to be very, very controversial i would say in terms of where exactly he should go but he's 6'4 220 plus but he's not overweight still runs like a 4'7 at worst right you know a second or third round pick and and probably more like third or fourth but not not bad i'm still a fan yeah again you never know because of how weak the class is where these linebacks are going to end up now so and like we said i think right now simmons I don't know. I'm probably going to have to rank him as a linebacker, but he's not a full-time linebacker, right? So it's going to be probably Kenneth Murray and Malik Harrison for me as the top two backers right now. Yeah. And, and Troy Dye is interesting. The, the thing is, is like with him, is 
you know, he's he's an athletic guy, right? And I just mm-hmm. downhill coming downhill, I just don't trust him enough. With I feel like he needs to add more a little bit to his frame, get a little more strength. Yeah, you know, be yeah, able and, to displace block. NFL great place to do that, of course. Yes, so, I mean, how an Oregon defense that really values speed, obviously. Yes, so he wasn't going to get that there. And again, good coverage backer. I I think he's pretty solid in that area. How I, literally the clip though that I'll remember. This from this past year is when he leapfrogged um, Benjamin mm-hmm. in the Arizona State game that they that are, they end up losing, but he leapfrogged him in pass protection. He leaped over him. It was insane. So like he's a freaky athlete. His explosion numbers are going to be probably off the charts in the combine. So yeah, interesting name. Yeah, and I like a, that. A lot of places have him listed as an idea or a potential four seven, but I could see him going. A little bit faster than that. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Four seven. I mean, that's not super slow, per se. Yeah. Just for someone I that athletic, know. I just do not see that as holding true. Yeah. I think. I don't. I don't know. It, it, it'll be interesting. It'll, it'll I mean, he's be gonna play a weak side, but it. You know, it's well, somebody that could benefit. I think is. Yeah. Kind of just what we're touching on. We here. are. And I again, we'll see him in mobile as well. So. Yeah, guy. and I think you know I'm banging the drum for Michael Divinity Jr. Of right, course, in our, our last linebacker. Yeah. Do I think he's going to be spectacular? No, but uh, do I think he's a real linebacker? Yes, I mean, he's a pass rusher. He's a so, pass I mean, rusher. And I think Akeem Davis Gaither is kind of the same way. He's a linebacker at six one two fifteen. We've seen him rush the passer at App, App State. So again, at that at that size, he's not going to play edge rusher can't play 215 you can't play edge rusher 215 so yeah he's yeah. he's got enough juice to work in space i think i think he could be a riser of the senior bowl as somebody who's he could rise from that but also then now rice is not in the in the class someone there i also like um in that sense so patty fisher's going back to northwestern isn't he patty fisher good question i think he is i don't know sure. i was just gonna make fun of him anyway but that's okay we'll go on petty fisher was on a lot of people's radars last year yeah like in 18 and then he went back again and then yeah, I don't... oh so maybe he is done. maybe he is no. done i don't know I... I don't know let me google it really quick while we get the next question yeah my other name was francis bernard from utah i think he's got a nose for the ball he's smart he can come down hill he's physical just someone else i think to keep on the radar another guy would be immobile Okay, next question. What do we got? Uh, is Lamar Jackson worth a first-round pick in fantasy next year? Yes. You think so? Yes. I think rushing numbers are really going to determine that. Is he going to put up another one k? Kind of league you're in, I suppose. That's also true. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I had him as a quarterback on the team that I won with this year. I think there will be people if if they won with him. You're likely taking him in the first round, I feel like, next yeah. year because you want it, it just depends on where you're at in the first round, how many players you're playing with, who's left by then is going to be another big thing. Yeah. You know. I just don't like taking quarterbacks in the first round. So I'm going to say I don't no. Either. I don't either. I mean, look at this. You probably could get. You probably got Winston in the eighth or ninth round of drafts. He threw for 5,100 yards. <laughs> like, he threw for over 5,000, threw 30 touchdowns for it. I know he threw 30 that picks. Was just I know he threw 30 picks. Life. I get it. But, like, look He's at his fantasy his output. He is. That was an experience. That is a season I'll never forget, watching Winston play football this year. I love that guy now. After That's that. hol- It's hilarious. It was it was a, a true treat that he got 30-30 on a pick, walk-off pick six in OT. He just did not care. Like, are you kidding? That's hilarious. I love it. So I'm going to say I no. I mean, he was Nate just says yes, going but... and throwing. Yes. In my last week here, Jameis Winston got me 34 points. I mean, see, that's the thing. It's like 34, it depends on what kind of quarterback league you're in, but still, 34 is a huge number. Yeah, and he had two interceptions, so imagine if he didn't have those. Right, so it's, I, yeah, I I wouldn't draft him in the first because, again, like I said, I... I don't no, draft quarterbacks, quarterbacks early, so that's and just I all. tend to model that strategy. That's too, all for me, but, but. I, I mean, I think value wise, sure, it depends. Yeah, but I agree for the most part. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, how many running backs first round of the draft, Nate? Just throw out a oh, number. God, three. Three running backs in the first. No, 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 no. Oh. Two. 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 Yeah. Okay. I I think the Dolphins are going to do it for sure. I really yeah. do. I think their final pick is going to be a running back. I just don't know who it is. 
Who is their guy going to be? We don't know at this point. I have no idea. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll go two. This is a deep running back class. I know. That's why I want to say one. But it's not necessarily like you have eight first-round running backs trotting out there. I know. That's the thing. I'm struggling It's like there's question. a lot of second-day guys. Like Keyshawn Vaughn's a good one. Yeah, like like I Jonathan Taylor and Travis Etienne are really good players. Yeah. They're probably going day two, though. I would imagine so. I mean, I like, would draft are, them on day one. Are Swift and Dobbins your day one guys, and that's it? Or yeah. just Swift or just Dobbins? Like, I don't... Both. Both. But, you but think I can see are... one of one of the other two might sneak up into the first round of hanging what teams think. Yeah. So do you would you have would you say you would I guess I don't know if you have first round grades on running backs yet or how, where you're at with that yet. I haven't, but I can pretty much but tell you. I will say right now. at least top thirty two of the like the grades, I, both Swift and Dobbins will be my top thirty two. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I think that's I pretty firmly believe that I haven't acceptable. I haven't gotten that far yet, but I firmly believe those two will be my top 32. I think the third one that I could see sneaking up there, if I had to say, okay, here's your three first-rounders, okay. it would be Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Proven I against big-time uh, defenses in the Big Ten, yep. obviously. Okay. Uh, Travis Etienne's always looking like a home run hitter. He's always yes. a big play breakaway guy, but... Here, is he gonna carry that same weight and workload as Jonathan Taylor? I don't know. Right. I don't know. Here's the thing. I like ETN. I think if you like Daryl Henderson last year, which I did not, you should love him because he's way yeah. better than Daryl Henderson. Yeah. I like ETN. I think he's a great day two player. He's just not gonna be great in round one for me. However, if the right. Chiefs want to go all in and take a running back. They should take ETN or Swift. Yeah, that's a good because those are dang players. home run hitters, and they'll be fantastic. So I, I'm gonna stick with I, I'm gonna go two, I guess. So two and two. Yep. I think okay. I'm stuck at two. Okay, sounds good. All right, real quick, another one, quick hitter. Uh, who shocks? What team shocks with a quarterback pick in round one? If you had to say right now. Oh, buddy. Um. Define shocks that you are, are talking absolutely like likely. See, that's I'm like, not sure. Or like I've, Saints likely. Like, here's the deal. If I I think the Raiders count because I feel like they have two picks and they can get two very good players with them. So is yeah. that shocking I mean, me if, if they move with, up? Yes. With shock factor? Yes. Sure, the Bears are going to take quarterback. Like, the, see, that's round sure. two, so I'm not worried oh, about that. Oh, you said round one. Yes. I thought you just meant Sorry. Draft. No, no. Uh, sorry. Round one. I think the Raiders is shock value enough. Spaced out. That's um, I think Raiders is enough of a shock value. Yeah, I think that's I a think one. Patriots uh, would be a shock value, but I wouldn't say the that. Patriots they aren't taking would. one. Jarrett Stidham's the future, though, so yeah. they're not going to do Nate's that. Nate's going to be banging that drum all draft season long, folks. I loved Jarrett Stidham. Jarrett Stidham. So did Mello from uh, Stick to Football. Yeah, we, we get along too. nicely. You do. You do. Yeah. Yes. I, I like it. Okay. So um, we're both saying Raiders? anyone in the latter part besides the Patriots does it, I can see the Saints doing it. Just That's, like, yeah, for sure. Why not? Yeah. You know? Just depends who's there. Yeah, I can see yeah. that, too. 100%. Okay. Teddy might be gone. Taysom might be gone. Yeah. Drew is probably not gone. Yeah, Drew's coming back, I think. Uh, Drew is either coming back or he's gone from the game. I yes, mean, yes. He ain't going nowhere else like Tom Brady That's, probably will. Yeah. Tom Brady should go to the Raiders, by the way. That would be intriguing. Tom Brady to the Raiders. Go back to where it fully started. He's like a Star Wars villain if he, he does is. that. He like, is. That's anyway, that's another thing anyway. for another time. Anyway, okay. And last but not least, score predictions. For the NCAA championship game. Nate, throw yours out right away, right okay. now. Okay. Uh, 27-24 Tigers. Okay. I'm going to say 34-30 to 30 Tigers. Ah. Beautiful. That's a risque pick right Risque, there. yes. Offense, ah, the name of the game. Offense, yeah, offense the name of the game. trying to dictate the tempo. Really yeah. going to matter. I think I think that's good. All right. So we both so we have picked, the Tigers? We both have the Tigers. We, We're both yeah, on the Tigers wow. this week. Okay. This is gonna get some hate. It sure is. I can't believe that people are gonna be like, "How are you picking the Tigers to this one?" That's like, ridiculous. Why would you ever pick the Tigers? You're picking the Tigers? Come on, come on, come on, son. Um, okay, that's our show this week. We kept it. We kept it relatively short for you guys. Um, Shorter. Once again, make sure to 
follow the NFL Box podcast uh, and listen to it on Spreaker, which is where we upload it to. Great spot yeah. where we can see if you're listening. Great spot to, to listen to it. You can get the app as well. Um, Stitcher, also a place to find it, and Apple Podcasts. So be on the lookout. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts uh, if you do listen there. Um, and yeah, always looking for questions, always looking to interact. Follow NFL Mox on Twitter at NFL Mox. Follow Nate on Twitter at, at Nate JW Sports. And follow me, uh, Jake Shavank, at Jake NFL Draft on Twitter as well. And yes, we will be having some fun videos coming out. Fun videos uh, from great content and mobile mobile and videos all over the place. We'll I'm going to do some fun drone work while we're yes. still in this area before we go down south. For sure. Yeah. So a lot of great content on the way. It is draft season. We're full go. So hope you guys keep tuning in and keep following our stuff throughout draft season. Um, we will see you guys in the next one. Take it easy. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.